Welcome to the Movie Lab, the show where we talk about games and movies and all good things that we love. I'm Michael. And I'm Damien. And uh, Damien, how have you been? I've been pretty alright. How have you been? Yeah, good. This is episode six. I think six or seven. Yeah, I, I think, think, I think six. six. Six sounds right. Yeah. So, gosh, we've made it this far. And we had all those reviews before we got to this point True. as well. I think this is probably the most consistent we've been, though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I like you, this new format. Yeah, it's we working. do it about, what, once a fortnight? Yeah, week we try, we try to do a f- week, but usually it can be kind of busy to do that. So. It, can, it can. But we'll I think we're doing we pretty can. all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, look, um, there was a few things. I don't have a movie review this week for you, Damien, or do you have any movie reviews? Or? No, I can't say I really do. Um, but I, w- there were a couple of trailers that were notable that I wanted to talk about. Have you seen the It Chapter 2 trailer? Yes, I have. Okay, what did you think? Um, the first half of the trailer was really cool. I liked it. It's really spooky and on edge. And then, yeah. Um, I don't know, did you notice that like after, cause the trailer set out, it's, you know, it's like a short scene from the film and then, you know, the kind of traditional trailer yeah. clips from all over. The tone of that second part was like an action movie. Oh, I really? Felt, I didn't... Yeah. I was like, the music gets like, it, like, it felt like they were going to go like, you know. Epic. Yeah. It was like end game kind of thing. Like they're going to go fight. <laughs> It a bit, but you know, I, I've read the book, and it is uh, an epic sort of tale, or a, um, I don't know what the word would be for it, but it is a giant tale that comes to a grand massive tale, a grand tale that comes to a, a big conclusion, and a lot builds up to it. Like so much of that book, it's about the, the copy I had was I don't know why I remember this, but one thousand three hundred and sixty-two pages. I think it's the longest book I've read. So that was. Um, uh, that most of that book, so much of it is set up, um, so it is a bit of an epic tale. So, and, you know, it, it's one of two, so there is a lot that's built up to this point. So, I'm not that surprised that it's that it's building it up as a, as an epic because it is so kind of. What did you think of the trailer then? I really liked it. I I didn't really like the first film that much. I I I I probably had a I had this the experience of reading the book and then seeing the film right after I'd finished reading the book which is not, in my opinion, a great way to do it because you, you constantly... I mean, I try not to do it, but I was just constantly comparing it to the book. And, and, and sometimes, because they obviously had to cut out a lot of things that happened in the book, it, it makes the film feel rushed a lot of the time. So that's kind of how it felt to me. But I would like to go back and see Chapter 1 again to... I, I think I'd, I'd have a better experience because I haven't read that book well since that last film right. came and out. Now you can kind of just see the film on its own. Yeah, yeah, and just see that for what it is because it got pretty good reviews. I think it was received. Yeah, I, quite I a lot. enjoyed it quite a lot. Yeah, I didn't find it particularly scary, but I did have a good time with it. Yeah, I thought that Pennywise the clown got a little. Um, there were just there were too many scenes where he um, came out and scared and almost killed someone, and then he just, like, left. but didn't. And narrowly missed, and it happened so many times that it towards the end, it, it he started to feel a little harmless, and that's a really bad. Uh, I think the the threat of Pennywise started to fade a little bit, and towards the end of the film, he just felt non-threatening to me. Anyway, that was my experience, so I I didn't really like it that much, but you know, uh, I'm still excited to see this next film. I thought it was a great trailer. That that the scene in the trailer, the first half of the trailer. With the um, with the old lady, that was fantastic. That's straight out of the book. I remember that, and um, yeah, it was really creepy. The way that I love, I love the um. Sometimes I love little things like the like just the. I'm sure you noticed the lady creeping around in the background. Mm. Um, and I thought that was just there's something about that was very unnerving. Um, so yeah, I thought it was done really well, and I'm looking forward to it. I think I think I'm hoping uh, personally. I, I I always the, the, a lot of people say that the adult portion of the story is um, is the, the the weaker part, and that all the best stuff happens when they're kids. But I don't necessarily agree with that. I think a lot of important stuff happens when they're older. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. I am too. And when does that come out? Oh, I don't know. Probably. I would assume it's this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this I would year. assume probably around Halloween, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first trailers just dropped now, so usually that happens about. Four months before the movie yeah, comes out, that, so that would sound about right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's definitely something to look out for. Absolutely. Now the next trailer we saw is uh, probably it was, it's just been massive on the internet at least. The Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> yeah. trailer. It was definitely a trailer. Yeah, that's. For I sure. definitely watched it. All right. Well, I'll tell you what I thought first. Uh, 
you know, if it wasn't, if it didn't have the name Sonic attached to it, I don't think I really would have thought much of it. I would have thought, oh, okay, this just looks like a really uh, ordinary film with bad CGI. It looks really low budget, actually. Um, I'll, I'll give that a miss. But because it has the name Sonic, everyone's just gone nuts. Um, yeah, and it's it's, uh... it's it's already. I feel like maybe it's just because of my YouTube search history, but I feel like there's just so many parodies of that trailer. Like it's yeah. already. Just oh, you gone. Sh- you showed me one there. Yeah, <laughs> I showed you. One. Yeah, there's a lot of funny ones out there. I've seen some others too. So, yeah, uh, no, I, it looks terrible. It looks like it. It's gonna be. Sort of. I hope that it's. I. I don't think this is the case, but I hope that it's aware that it's terrible and just tries to be as terrible as possible and plays it up, and then maybe you can have some fun with that. But I don't think that's going to be the case for this no, film. Right. I think it's just going to be a bad movie. Yeah, and people rag on and on about the Sonic and how he looks really dumb. He doesn't look like Sonic. Which number one, if you're a true Sonic fan, you should be used to Sonic getting a stupid redesign every few years. <laughs> but number two. Even though apparently they're going to got to fix it fast, as the director put it on Twitter, I don't think having a more authentic-looking Sonic is really going to make it much better film. He, like, look, i got to say, because this film was always going to be criticised for... Because there is no film in the Sonic games. Like, there's no movie there. Maybe with some of the 3D ones, maybe. I don't know, I haven't played any of them. But they're all bad. So, <laughs> so like, the, I, just the whole concept of a Sonic movie... Is is terrible to begin with. So this movie was going to be bad no matter what, in my opinion. And and add to that that we've never had a good video game movie. No, that, that's true. Except for maybe I haven't seen it, but apparently the Warcraft film's okay. I've heard it's okay, but kind of bland. That's probably the best it gets with video well, game there's movies. Detective Pikachu coming out. Uh, well, is that already out now? It is out. Oh, is that a video game movie? I guess there it is, is a detective but video. It's not... There is a Detective Pikachu game. That's true. All right, okay. So I, I haven't seen that, but that might maybe that's buck the trend a little bit. I feel like that somehow doesn't count, though. It does. Yeah, it, you know, we're going to count it just so we All can right. have one victory. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe that's in Sonic's favor. Maybe maybe that video game movies are turning a corner. But I don't think this is going to. No, be I don't think do it's going to be like that either. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it was always going to be... I remember feeling almost kind of bad for whoever was behind it in a little way. I mean, they're probably... I mean, really, they're just making this movie to make money. So, um, I don't know how bad I can feel for them. But I did feel a little bad for them thinking that this is just going to be criticised within an inch of its life. And unless it's brilliant, and it won't be, everyone's just going to hate it. No, it it does feel like a very much like a studio-driven film. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was... I think... I don't know if they were leaked, but there was, like, the design guides... For like Sonic's design, and they were pretty much made by a PR firm. Yeah, like, and the thing is, if you look at the studio behind this, who did all the animation for it, they've worked. They've a lot of people there have worked on Sonic games before and Sonic Media. Okay, so they probably are pretty familiar with Sonic itself, and so I'm sure there's a lot of people who are passionate about making Sonic Media on that team, but they're probably not really going to have any say in it. Well, that that doesn't really surprise me too much. But do you remember even with the first little? Poster, the poster of the Sonic film, and people were complaining that he looked too fit and his legs were too buff, and they had yeah. all these sorts of complaints. I'm like, geez, we haven't even really seen anything yet, and everyone <laughs> already is hating on it. But I have to say, unfortunately, most of that has been justified because I think he looks terrible. He does not look very. Good. He doesn't even look like Sonic. He just he looks awful. What you know? The, I have the biggest problem with his nose. He looks like he's developing skin cancer or something. <laughs> have you seen it? It's all shriveled I didn't really up and think of his weird. Well, then again, Sonic usually just has like a very long, like pointy nose, doesn't he? I, I guess. Think. Which I mean, it I've is. Seen... Look, to be fair, it is hard to bring a two D cartoonish or sometimes three D, you know, anthropomorphic hedgehog to the screen. But well, sure. But I've seen you know fan you edits or yeah. fan designs that look much better than what they've come up with. And the fact that they're going back and changing it now is such a terrible. Sign. Yeah, I, I, personally, I just, I, I, I just sort of want this movie to. I hope this movie, as I said earlier, I hope it's just as bad as it can possibly be, and then, and then we can just sort of laugh at it and have fun with it in that sense. Yeah, I mean, there was this video I watched on YouTube where he was talking about this animator. I forgot the video. I'll see if I can find it. But he's just talking about how, you know, how historically films, especially with like visual effects, that kind of thing, how. They're very labor intensive and they're very expensive to make, and so the fact that like the fact they're going back and change it now 
it's like you're pretty much all your animators are going to be working like 24-7 to get this done in time. Yeah. And then the the studio in charge of making those animations is probably going to go out of business because of it. Because even really successful films with great animation and whatnot don't tend to end up financially very well. Like he cited um, Life of Pi that, you know, that had beautiful visual effects, you know, won the Oscar for it. Yeah. And then the studio was dead a couple months later. Yeah, that's apparently, unfortunate. Yeah, apparently the um, studio that did a lot of the work on um, Bohemian Rhapsody is also in deep financial trouble. Like, hardly anyone's been paid. And so it goes to show, like, you know, a lot of money goes into this thing and a lot of it doesn't necessarily come out where you'd hope it would. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, that that's something else that I guess I never consider. But, yeah, th- this... I feel like this film is doomed. Well, it was doomed from the beginning. It was doomed from the... the you can't really please Sonic fans, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, no, never. The, oh, God, let's not even get into that. But, you know, I it, it's kind of weird that it's even ta- that it's taken this long. You know, it wasn't Sonic... There was a Mario Brothers movie in, what, I don't know what year, 95, 6? Something like something that, Something like yeah. that. I think it should be prior to that. I'm uh, surprised the Sonic movie wasn't made around that time. No, I mean, there was a few animated ones, but... They didn't have big, you know, theatre releases or anything like that. Yeah, I guess maybe animation was, or, you know, CGI animation wasn't Yeah, I mean, really there's been to... plenty of Sonic, you know, cartoon shows and comics as well over the years. There have been. I have a Sonic comic, I think. I used to have a few of them. I have at least one left now. I had a, like, a Where's Wally kind of Sonic really? thing. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I, remember, I mean, you know, it's hard to mess those up, but... You'd find Sonic and Dr. Eggman or Dr. Robotnik. Oh, that's kind of cute. And Knuckles and Tails and the rest of the gang. There was this weird, um, like, I don't know what she was. She was like a squirrel with boots. Was that Cream? The Cream the Rabbit? No, she wasn't a rabbit. She had, she looked like a, I don't know what she was. She was just like a furry animal with boots and she was female. She had like a, like short hair. I don't know who that one is then. I don't know. I, just, I know there's Cream the Rabbit, and everyone hates Cream the Rabbit. Oh. And there's that alligator one. He's like purple. Isn't there that big cat? Big, oh, big the, cat? the cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's like a, there's a there's a bee as well. A bee. Yeah. You just, okay. I think they're all in Sonic Heroes too. Oh, yeah. I put that game was awful. That was not a very good game. I all don't right. have. I don't know. Sonic was because I had a Super Nintendo, so I didn't really play Sonic growing up, but I had a friend who lived across the road from me who did play it, and I was very taken by the character, like the design of the character. He looked really cool, and I had Sonic CD. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah, I do. You do remember that. Well, I was at your place and trying to load up Sonic CD. This was ages ago, like years and years ago. I was a kid, and um, it took forever, and I finally did it, but for some reason it didn't have the background music, Mm. and... um. And I remember, I remember liking that game, but the, the, the um, I don't know, Sonic's never really been a big thing for me. Probably my favourite Sonic game is Sonic Adventure Two Battle. That and was a very, that was a very fun. I say was a very fun game. It was fun. I liked it. And you know what's funny? I've played through that game two or three times, maybe even four. I played through it recently, like I think last year. I think it was. I went and played through the whole game. I think I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah because like, you can get it on Xbox Live, and. Um, I don't know why. I, I I really like that game. Now, it's flawed as anything. There's it, so many problems. But, uh, and, and in, in some ways, it's kind of unfinished and broken. But I still really like it. So, but, you know, that, that's not even really a good game. And that's my favourite Sonic game. No, so yeah, Sonic Mania, that's very fun. I've been playing that recently. I haven't played it. Yeah, I, just, I if you like classic really Sonic me. games, you've probably heard of Sonic Mania. And you've probably played it. Yeah. And that's pretty good. But um, I did find that video... It's just called got it, hashtag gotta fix it fast bad by Jack Saint. So I don't know much about him, but he's made this video. And I thought it was a pretty good in-depth video looking at that kind of issue. If you're interested in that kind of the animation business side of what it would take to fix a film that quickly. Okay. Quote unquote fix. All right. Well, maybe we can put a link in it in our maybe show description. Sure thing. I'll get okay, a link for it. Cool. There you go. Good one, Damien. All right, so the next thing... Well, actually, I wanted to talk about a few shows that I've been watching recently. I don't, I'm normally not really a TV show guy, but just recently, my girlfriend and I have been watching lots of TV shows at home. And there is some pretty good TV out there. There is, there is. Um, so one show that I've been watching... I'll just pump through this pretty quickly. Um, I finished watching The Haunting of Hill House. Have you seen that? Oh, no, I don't even think I've heard of that. Okay, so it's based on a 
film that came out in the 50s called called House on Haunted Hill. And then okay. there was a remake of that which came out in 1999 called House on Haunted Hill. Or, no, I think it was just called The Haunting. And apparently it's awful, that remake. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is called The Haunting of Hill House, which is uh, a 10-episode, I think it's 10-episode TV series, uh, directed by, uh, oh, I forget the guy's name, but he's the, he's the guy who did um, uh, Oculus and Hush. Okay. And yeah, so he's done some pretty good horror films already and he's doing he's releasing um he's directing Doctor Sleep which is coming out I think this year. So that's um you know, he's got a pretty good resume. He's becoming a, a kind of a, a a big name in the horror scene. So this show is pretty good. It it really is um I, I found some of it quite scary. It's got a good mixture of supernatural horror and a lot of psychological horror as well. What really makes the show is the characters. So we've got a family of, I think, five and, and a father and a mother. And the show keeps flashing back, uh, back and forth between them as a young family. So when they were all kids and they went into this house for the first time. And and flashing back to now when they're adults and dealing with what happened at that house. So I won't give anything away, but um, each episode sort of focuses on a different character. And they're all kind of messed up in their own way. And a lot of them attribute that to what happened at the house. Okay. Yeah. So the one thing I... They're all interesting characters and quite well written. But I, I found just about all of them really detestable. I, I didn't really like any of them, although they were interesting. So... That that I've got to say that did actually hurt my enjoyment of it a little bit. I no, didn't really enough. like any of the characters, although I somewhat cared for them. I didn't I didn't really like them very much, and that 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 bothered me a bit. But look, that some of the scares are, are pretty good, and the supernatural stuff is played pretty well. I think a lot of the time uh, there are scares that well, not a lot of the time, but there were a few times when there are. Um, something is hinted at being supernatural, and it turns out that it's actually not anything like that at all it's just a bit of a coincidence or there's something else going on there and um and it's it's caused them to have a, an illusion like i'll just give away one thing okay you can give one little yeah so there's one girl that um is that uh is talking about how she sees uh, this bad man called mr smiley and he lives in her basement and he's okay. been haunting her it's later found out that something else is happening to this girl and while that's happening she's focusing on uh, a bit of carving in the wall that kind of looks like a smiley face. And that's okay. Her, that's, she's sort so of, it's like a projection kind of thing. She sort of projected these awful things that are happening to her as Mr. Smiley. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty dark. Yeah, it is very dark. But things like that happen. So sometimes, there's a little, that's what I mean. There's a little bit of both. Like it, it's not all supernatural um, horror. And I think it plays that quite well. So look, the, the jumping back and forth in time, sometimes I don't really like that very much. In fact, I usually don't like that form of storytelling because I just find that it... it it's a bit jarring and it's often a bit difficult to sometimes if it's not done well, it can be a little bit difficult to follow, but this didn't really have that problem. Like I thought it was fine. So I, I'd say I liked just about all of it up until the ending. I really wasn't a big fan of the way this, this show ended. And I think a lot of people felt the same way, to be honest. It just, the last episode for me was easily the worst. So, okay. but some people like the ending. It's um, depending on who you are, you might like it. So okay. I, would, I would say, I would give it a, a solid recommend. All right, is it, is it going to be a second season or is it just kind of a one and done kind of uh, thing? Apparently there is going to be a second season. Okay. Yes. Um, but, you know, it it felt like a one and done sort of thing the way it ended, but there's going to be a second season. Okay. So. Well, then maybe they, do you think they'll continue with the storyline of the family or maybe they'll continue that similar format with different characters? I don't know. It'd be hard to see for me how they can continue it with the same family. Um, I would I would think probably a, a new set of characters would be better, but we'll see what happens. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, but I like the show. So it's on Netflix, so check it out. So Netflix you... is where you can watch it? Yep, yep. That's All right, right, that was my next question. All right, next one, uh, Bodyguard. All right, I'll get through this a bit quicker. Bodyguard uh, stars Richard Madden. He's from Game of Thrones. We'll talk yep. about that in a second. Um, he plays Rob Stark. He's... Um, uh, yeah, he plays a, the bodyguard for the governor's secretary in the, he, he, I don't know, the UK. Right. Yeah. So, um, and uh, this is a really good show. It's uh, it's only six episodes. It's uh, like a, a crime thriller. And uh, I'd say it, most of it's quite, 
Well, there's a fair bit of action in it, but most of it's just drama and political drama. And it's a bit of a mystery unravelling sort of thing. So, okay, so it's a continuous kind of story thing. Yeah, yeah. Again, this has got really good characters. The main character, um, David Budd. David Budd. <laughs> yeah, that's how he talks. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's a really good character. You love following him and there's a lot to him as well. And the the more you get to know him, the more he sort of is intriguing. So I, you know, like most good shows and movies, okay, yeah. it's the characters that really make it. So... Yeah, I really liked I really liked that show. So, so I, you'd recommend? I would definitely recommend it. Where can you watch it? Uh, you can watch that on Netflix as well. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, a lot of good things on Netflix. There are. Okay, now, uh, another show, Australian show on Netflix, Lunatics. Have you heard of this? I have heard of it. That's Chris Lilly. Chris Lilly. Yeah, the guy who did um, Summer Heights High and We Can Be Heroes and Angry Boys and... Jermaine. Jermaine and... and Jonah yeah, from Tonga. Tonga, yeah, yeah. Um, so he plays all of his characters, and yeah, he plays multiple characters. Really talented actor, and yeah, it's all Australian. Um, yeah, I look, I like this show. It it kind of took a little a little while to grow on me. And the thing about all of these characters is they're all quite extreme, and they're all very different. So there's I think five of them. So you might like three of them and not really like so much the other two. Yeah, okay. So that might affect your, your viewing experience. I think I had that problem with Angry Boys. Yeah. Angry, I never saw Angry Boys. That's supposed to be his worst. Oh, uh, I think that's definitely where he started to drop off. Did you like, did you watch Summer Heights High? Yes. Okay. Did you like that? I liked that and I liked We Can Be Heroes. I think after that though, I just started enjoying him less and less. Yeah. Although a lot of people like Jermaine, I just didn't really care for it. I thought Jermaine was a good character and he really captured that sort of person. That, that's the yeah. thing. Like so many of these characters, although they're really sort of hyper um, exaggerations, although sometimes not so much. There are people like that. Um, they it, they all sort of resonate with you because you're like, oh, I don't know someone like that. Yeah. yeah. And then I think I liked her a lot in Summer High Tide, but on the standalone kind of show, I just got kind of bored of the character, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's... I don't think... Yeah. I mean, I didn't see the show, Jermaine, but I'm... Uh, I'm surprised she had one because... Which that, was probably, she was one of the most popular characters. I know, but I just feel like that show would get older for a yeah, while. Yeah, and that's the thing. And then when I heard about Lunatics, I was like, oh, I'm not sure if I'll watch that. Because it's like, he's been, for me, going downhill pretty long. And I think kind of tired of the format. This show's copped a lot of criticism. Particularly, I, I read this one article by this... I can't remember what website it was. But it was one of those sort of independent online things where anyone can be a journalist... And uh, and God, they they labelled it um, sexist, transphobic, ableist, and racist. Wow! I don't think God. it's any of those things. But um, I, I there's one character in particular that sparked a bit of controversy because um, of a tone of skin colour that Chris Lilly had to change his to right. in order to portray this character. If you're sensitive about that sort of thing, so. Yeah, I don't know. He did That's, that in Angry Boys. Although he I don't, did. I don't, I don't think, think he copped a bit for that. I don't too. think he copped that much, though. Then again, I don't think a lot of people saw Angry Boys. No, I don't think they did either. Anyway, uh, regardless, I, look, I like this show. I think uh, the the first character, look, the character that I really like is this, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's a real estate agent. And he's okay. kind of this young guy that's kind of like into the clubbing scene. And, you know, he's got a quite a privileged background. And he's really dumb. And... Um, he kind of he treats women really awfully. He, he really he's quite narcissistic as well. It's shocking. He's just like, I feel like I've met guys like this. I think I can name about three people I know like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, or guys that, that there are some really good scenes. There's one scene in particular where he tries to um, talk up this girl or talk, talk to this girl and she kind of rejects him. And the moment he rejects her, um, oh, the moment she rejects him, all of a sudden, oh, well, she's just a slut anyway. You know that sort of <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah, you know? and really paranoid as well. So, you know, I, I, what's brilliant about that character is that yeah, I already I only described it to you and like yeah, you, you already know like three people like yeah. that. So he's really good. Um, there's another character, South African woman who I'm not such a big fan with, fan of. She's a she's a pet psychic, so she can talk to animals, and she's really ridiculous and quite obsessed with herself and narcissistic as well and she's she's all right but not one of my favorites there's another girl um who's kind of weird she's like seven foot and she's going on she's at some college some american college um doing studies there and she's kind of finding it a bit difficult to 
to fit in and she's got you know her own little youtube channel where she does like arts and crafts and she's just really really girly and she doesn't fit in and she just either doesn't know it or just won't accept that she doesn't fit in and uh and and is not doing anything about it so like that that that's quite a sad character actually but still quite good like i like that character um then there's this hoarder that used to be she's an ex-porn star and now she's just a sort of washed up and she's a hoarder and and she's got all these plush toys and yeah i don't really like that character that much i find that character is a bit kind of i don't really get it and i feel like the jokes kind of gets old quickly with that one okay. so i'm not a big fan of her then there's this other kid who's like i think he's supposed to be like 13 or 14 or something and um he's kind of uh like a really badly parented kid that doesn't is, is lazy and really dumb and overweight and uh he's got a filthy mouth everything's the f word and the c word and uh and he's quite rude and inappropriate but he's also kind of nice as well in a weird way so um i actually like that character i think he's quite he's quite funny and he, he's the heir to some british family's mansion so he's over there the whole time <laughs> causing mischief so I, I quite like him to be honest and there's another one. Oh yes, there's this um, uh, like fashion store manager who's this just this dirty old guy who's got a sexual fetish for inanimate objects. So he had some sexual fling with a vacuum cleaner. Okay, um, he cheated on his wife with a vacuum cleaner. So yeah, he's a bit weird. I don't really know what to make of him either. I, I kind of don't really get that character, but he's okay. He's watchable. So okay. yeah. So there's a lot to the show. There's five different characters. So but yeah, I like it. I I think it's funny and I think it grows on you as well. Um, okay, but, maybe yeah. I will give it a chance. Then. Yeah, I think it's worth giving a chance. And you know, I've it's ten episodes. I think I'm up to seven or eight. So I'm, I'll finish it off. I quite like it. All right, fair enough. I just remember, because um, I think his best was Summer High Tie, and that only had, like, three characters in it, really, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I think that was really well-balanced in who got time and whatnot. Yeah. And they felt like very complete characters. This, I'd say this, this feels really balanced, and, and all the characters feel, although there were two I don't really like, as I mentioned, um, the rest are great. So, you know, it's like, what, 70% of the show for me is, is quite okay, good. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay, so that, that's the the other show I've been watching. I've only really just started is Game of Thrones. Now Game we're not going to spoil anything. <laughs> we're not going to spoil anything, Damien. All right, I'll hold you to that as well. Um, I'm not spoiling one thing. I read the first two books uh, years ago, and I know the long books they are. And I, I enjoy. I was enjoying it, but not enough to keep reading. So I sort of stopped, and I never really bothered with the show until now. And I don't know why, but I, I actually know I know why because I've been watching South Park recently, and there was an episode they did um, the you know the shopping mall one where like they're getting ready for like the um, the Black Friday sales. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's like a Game of Thrones thing. Yeah, it? they reference Game of Thrones a lot, and George R. R. Martin's actually in it. Um, and that kind of I was like, oh yeah, Game of Thrones, I should watch that. So I've been on it. Good and, um, timing. Last season's coming out right now. It is out right now. Yeah. Um, and I, I had I brought up in a meeting at work that hey everyone let's just be mindful of Game of Thrones spoilers because some of us are only up to season two and even just mentioning characters' names really loudly and what happened to them is actually kind of a spoiler because now I know that character's going to survive up until that season. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. It was a pretty laid back meeting. It was appropriate. At the All time. right. Yeah. So it's an interesting work meeting. But yeah, yeah. So, so you're up to halfway through season two. What are you making of it so far? Um, yeah, I'm liking it a lot. I, I, like, I'm really liking it. And you know what? I With the books, I always like the characters in the story. Like, the characters are fantastic. Really detailed, good characters. And the, and the, the story's quite compelling. But just, I, I found those books a bit tough to read because a lot of fantasy books just go into intense detail. Like, yeah. Like, I find Lord of the Rings is like that too. I've tried to read Lord of the Rings and I've never really gotten through it. I read The Hobbit as well and that's considered kind of a kid's book but even that, bloody hell, there's too much detail. In. <laughs> I just don't, I don't care for all the finer details. You know, like, Talking about what someone's eating into extreme detail, extreme detail, extreme detail in these, and, and and doing that with everything, I just find I get that there are some people that love that sort of thing, and that's fair enough. But it's just not my bag. So I found that it just slowed it down and took away from me. But the show obviously doesn't do any of that. So I'm just enjoying all the best bits of it watching the show, and it's mm. really well acted. 
Um, and like, you know, the cast is amazing. And even though a lot of them, well, they're probably well known now, but a lot of them probably weren't well known at the time of casting. I mean, a lot of people, their entire like acting careers have pretty much just been Game of Thrones. Yeah. And, you know, that says a lot, but like they're very iconic characters. Oh, yeah. You know, and I mean, it's hard for a lot of people to picture those characters now without those actors, you know? That's true. So I'm I'm loving the show. I, I don't, you know, one thing about Game of Thrones is that there's uh, lots of violence. It's very violent. It is and incredibly there is violent. a lot of sex and nudity. Now I'm neither here nor there with the the sex and nudity. I don't. I don't. I never. There's a, there are a few scenes in which I find that it is probably a little bit over the top. Yeah, we were talking about that. We were talking about ago. one in particular, but no spoilers. But there, there was one in there's one scene in particular in which I thought it was a little bit distasteful. Not that I'm I'm not offended, but it's just that it was probably a bit over the top, and I didn't find it erotic at all. I just found it kind of gross. So that wasn't that. Yeah, that's a, that, that, but overall, I would say it's not an issue. The violence, I, I actually really like all the gratuitous violence. I'm not yeah. sure what it is, but I, I just I quite like the dark it looks like It that. looks very well done as well, that violence. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it just drives home this feeling that you get where the whole setting of that show is brutal, mm. you know, um, and characters are dying left, right, and centre all over the place. There's no one's safe, you know, even if they're a really... Um, central character you know they're not necessarily safe from being killed off yeah that's as far in a spoilers as i'm gonna get and yeah the violence really does help really set that mood and that theme of throughout it yeah it does yeah. so yeah i really like I, I like the show so i mean it is a very good show <laughs> yeah i mean not everybody watches it though so if you, if you haven't seen it yet i would definitely give it a go it's it's worth it I yeah, think and it's, um hbo shows it's kind of like if you're in australia it can be kind of hard to find foxtel has all of it. You can stream off there, for example. But other than that, I don't know where else you would watch it other than Blu-rays or DVDs. Yeah, well, I'm borrowing someone's DVD set. So, yeah. So, I'm watching it that way. So, yeah. But, I don't know. Find it however you can. If you've got Foxtel and you've got access to it, um, I'm not sure what else. You can work it out. Have a friend who has Foxtel. Yeah, if have a friend who has Foxtel or a friend who has them on, on DVD. There you go. There you go. All right. Now, Damien... I wanted to play... Well, okay, do you want to play the Rotten Tomatoes game that I've invented? Well, I didn't invent it. I stole it right off another podcast. But do you want to play the Rotten Tomatoes game now, or should we talk about the Nintendo Direct? Uh, we can... You know what? Let's talk about that first. We'll save the Rotten Tomatoes to oh, We'll play the game to us. Okay, so there was a Nintendo Direct announced for the 11th of June, I believe. June, not too far now. Okay, so if you are not familiar with Nintendo Directs, that, that's basically how Nintendo announce all of their new upcoming stuff. They'll outside have a, of like an E3. Yeah, outside of an E3. Although this is apparently, I think this is their E3, because it's, it's the, it, the, the well, date is the same. Yeah, because for a while now, instead of actually presenting at E3, they would just have a Nintendo Direct alongside when E3 is happening. Yep. But then they usually have other like smaller Nintendo Directs throughout the year. Okay. Usually for a specific franchise of some kind, like Smash Bros. Alright, okay, alright. So that's how it works. So, but yeah, so this is basically how Nintendo announced a lot of their upcoming stuff. So there's been one announced for June 11, where they're going to announce all the games remaining for this year, and maybe something else, we don't know. So I've put together a little list of things that I expect we'll see. Things that I th want to see that are realistic, but not necessarily expectations. And uh, a few things that I really want to see, but will only in my wildest dreams will ever happen. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, so I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but this is what I expect that they, they're going to talk about. Luigi's Mansion 3. Okay, that's possible. They've already announced it. Yes, they so said it's coming out this year. It's pretty likely. imagine they won't talk Probably about it. Probably show some gameplay, I'd imagine. Yeah, they'll show a bit more, so... Alright. Um, Animal Crossing. Again, yeah. They've already announced that, so that's that the one for the Switch. Um yeah, the one for the Switch. Okay. Yeah. I've never played Animal Crossing. I haven't either. I know friends who were into it and people really like that those games, but I've just never given it a chance. Yeah, maybe this is now that I'm a bit more of a gamer now than I have been for the last few years to be honest, so maybe I'll give it a chance. Luigi's Mansion, I played the first one on GameCube and I quite enjoyed it and I haven't I never bothered playing the second because it was on... 3DS, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those handheld sort of consoles. Yeah, so. I mean, I didn't... 
I want to say like I heard it's good. I'd never really heard anything about it. I'll be honest. Uh, I think it received. I think I always felt like it had more of a like it had its following, but it wasn't necessarily a big franchise title. Like, yeah, I don't think it was really well received. It was more like a seven or eight out of ten. I don't think they, they didn't really hype it up either. I guess it was part of that year of the Luigi thing. Um. Well, the first one came out before that. The first one came out in the GameCube. Yeah, it came out. There was a long time between them too. Yeah, there was. So, you know, maybe, I mean, I assume the next one will be on the Switch. Yeah, so. look, I enjoyed it, so I'll probably get it, to be honest, when it comes out. Uh, Super Mario Maker 2. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, see, I'm not. I don't really care for any of that, but uh, I'm I'm not surprised they're making another one. And I am glad that they're doing a second one rather than just porting the original one over, so the, the Wii U one yeah. over. So, yeah. Um, I hope we can port maps over, because there is some very good maps on there that would be good to Yeah, I'm sure there would be. Yeah. I just, I don't know, it doesn't really appeal to me, but do you think you'll get it? Yeah, I'd probably get it. Okay, cool. I well, think it, is, it does work very well as a party game as well, though. Just because you can kind of hand it around, everyone has to go at a level that might be difficult, kind of thing. Do you reckon they'll have co-op? Probably mm, not. Probably not. No. Yeah. Well, I'd play it at your place. Okay. Fair. Yeah, maybe I'd borrow it off you after you're done with it. All right, just bring my Switch over to wherever we're meeting up, and then we can play. That's it. the good thing about Switches; they're just portable. You just need exactly. a dock. Exactly. All right, and I also expect them to talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, that's, that's a given. It's the big franchise. Yeah. And that's um, coming out this year. It is, yeah. I'm not... I mean, I was playing Let's Go for a while, um, but a lot of that was nostalgic. I was really just enjoying going over that whole Kanto region, but I didn't finish the game. I probably will go back to it at some stage, but I got about five gym badges, and I'll go back to it at some stage. But I'm not... I'm just a bit over... I'm not big on turn-based RPGs. I've sort of spoken about this before, but yeah, I, I'm not... I, I don't plan on getting the new Pokemon. Do you? Uh, so you're a little mm, bit more into Pokemon now than I am. Yeah, but I, I don't know if I'll... If I did, I'd probably wait a bit. I don't think I'd get it within the first year of it coming out. Okay. All right. Okay, Damien. Well, is there anything else that you think it was, is a given? Um, not that I can think of that's coming out. I, was, I would, If you'd asked me a few months ago, I would have said uh, Metroid, but they've announced that's going to be delayed. Yeah. So probably not mentioning that. Okay, all right. Well, this is what I think. Okay, so this is more... I think it's realistic, but I don't... So this is a list of things that I think is realistic, but not necessarily... Not a given. Not a given. Uh, Okay, so the first thing is Mario Party DLC. How about a new map? Because there's only four or five. Yeah, that'd be good. Some new boards. Yeah, boards, not maps. Yeah, uh... Horribly low number of boards. I can't believe there's only... Yeah, it did feel kind of lacking content, the new Mario Party. I mean, there is a lot of minigames, but there's like... There still seems like there's just not a lot. I I feel like there's a lot to do, but there's a, yeah. lot, a lot of those things don't go very far. So, I had fun with that game, and yeah. it's we played it a fair bit. Yeah, and, yeah, and I, I enjoyed it, but I kind of haven't really had a reason to go back. But if there was a new map or two, I I definitely would. A new character. I don't really, don't really need a new character. Uh, yeah, the 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 characters are pretty irrelevant. Yeah, they are. So, or something new with the raft. I thought the raft was such a cool. The concept. raft was actually, but a lot got, of fun. It was, but it just it got so repetitive. You know, yeah. Like there's only a few ways to go on it, and there's only a few mini games on it, and the online stuff with Mario Party is very limited too. So they're all things they could expand on with DLC. But really, I'd like a new, a couple of new boards. That would yeah. be fun. I mean, those are really the part of the gameplay you can change the most is through the boards. Yeah. So, because and each board, you know, have their own kind of unique mechanics and whatnot, and what can happen. So, and that game's been out. I think it's likely enough. I mean, that game's been out for a while, and there's a lot of. I mean, there's so much DLC for Mario Tennis. You know, so why not Mario Party? Exactly. So yeah, I could see that. I could see that too. Now, the other thing that I could see, but I don't know how likely it is, is uh, some some SNES games online. So, we've got the... So, like, with the NES emulator, now SNES. Yeah, so we've got the NES emulator. I wouldn't mind a SNES one. I wouldn't either. That'd be good, because especially because they've, you know, Nintendo has sold all these games before. Yeah. On their online platform, however, in however many ways, and they just haven't brought them back. And we're now paying for online. But previously, the online Nintendo access was free. 
now we're paying for it. So yeah. they've done that by... I mean, they're, they're giving us NES games, but I don't particularly care about any of them. And they're, they're so old and they're very simple. And there's only a few that are really worth playing. Yeah, so I think some Super Nintendo games would be great. I mean, yeah. I, I, there's a lot of good SNES games. There are a lot of fantastic SNES games. I mean, isn't that a draw card? If you don't have a Switch and you are thinking of buying one, the fact that you have access to all these Super Nintendo games, like, wouldn't that just be something that would kind of tip you towards yeah. that direction? I think they should go. For, I think they should do N64 games even. Well, maybe maybe you'd have to pay for those individually, but just the fact that. There's no really way, no legal way at least, to replay old Nintendo games. It's really just annoying. Yeah, it is. And, you know, especially because there is a lot of good ones out there and it's like even going back and playing them now, it's kind of a pain. Because, like, if you want to play your N64, um, you have to, you know... I don't. Most TVs don't even have the, you know, audio-visual cables to do that. So you're kind of out of luck, you know. It doesn't have an HDMI. Hmm. And you can mod one on, but that's a long and tedious process. Yeah, so there's a lot of potential there, but they're a bit frustrating, Nintendo. They don't often... Yeah, and that's been a criticism of Nintendo for a while, is just that lack of... Fan service. Yeah. Although they have gotten a lot better. They have gotten better, but... It's not good enough, I don't think. Okay, so here's the other one that uh, I think is... Well, I, look, I put this in the hopefully, but not but not a guarantee, not a given. And I still think it's in this, but it's almost a given... A new Smash Brothers fighter. Oh, they did surely. Well, I mean, look, we're definitely going to get four more. Is it? But I don't know like if that. it's a given that it's going to be at within this next direct. But look, uh, yeah, as I said, I almost put it in the given pile. Yeah, I would say you have to show it at some point. Yeah, I don't know who it's going to be. It could be anyone. I mean, I don't even have a guess as to who it might be. I hope it's someone cool. The only thing you know is that it has to have come from a video game first. That's like their only qualifier. Well, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily true anymore because there was a time when you had to be a Nintendo character and that was the qualifier. And then, you know, you had to be from, I don't know what the others were. But, you know, they keep breaking the rules of all this stuff. So I think, and I think at one point it was like, oh, no, no, it has to be someone that has been on a Nintendo game at some point like i think solid snake was the the first argument yeah. against that but now you know we've got joker from persona 5 who's never been on a nintendo game ever yeah so i th- so, i would assume the video game rule is the only one they are following up to this point so just so like i wouldn't say something like goku is going to be in there you know i wouldn't think so either but i wouldn't rule out anyone true fair enough yeah i'd like to see someone like master chief in or maybe the Arbiter from a Halo game, just because that'd be kind of cool, but yeah, we'll see. I'd... It wouldn't surprise me at this point, because Microsoft seemed to be trying to buddy up with Nintendo in various ways. That would be cool. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, Master Chief would be all right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll I don't see. even want to... I think they should add speculate a, all day. I think they should add a grunt. A grunt. That's it. And their final smash is they do the grenade suicide run thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Or they could do the birthday party thing. Oh, yeah, that'd be well, sure. That's really an attack. Or they'd just be when they get knocked off. Yeah. You just hear that, yay, and the confetti. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, okay, so here's three things that are in my wildest dreams they will announce, but aren't very likely at all. Wildest dreams. Wildest dreams. Okay. Right. I want you to try and add to this list if you can, Daniel. So the first thing is a new F-Zero game. New F-Zero game. That, this I would like that. Console, uh, this um. This uh, franchise has been neglected for such a long no, time. And you, you, you're a big fan of F-Zero. Well, not I'm a big fan, but you've wanted a, a new fan. one. I really loved F-Zero X, even though it was quite difficult and um, I didn't finish all of it. It was so difficult. And then I never actually played F-Zero GX, but uh, I, I don't know why. I think I just wasn't really into the GameCube at the time and I was more of a Halo guy and I never really got around to it, but... But since then, I've really wanted another F Zero game. Like, I actually, I actually really like the. Um, I love the concept, and I love all the quirky characters. I and love the, the music. Yeah, all the music. Just the whole, the whole tone of it's fantastic. But they've just put it off for so long. I'm not really sure that it's gonna that it's gonna happen. It's almost, it's a really neglected sort of series, and the only little flicker we see of it is in Smash Bros. We've, or we did see in Mario Kart uh, there, there was a um, a Blue Falcon. Oh, yeah, that's right. But that, that's, yeah. It just seems to be kind of like 
that seems it's just like it's part of the like the Nintendo universe. Yeah, but it's not its own thing. Yeah, so I want to see that, but I don't think it's very likely. No. No. The other thing I wanted to see was a, a new Star Fox game. I was going to say, it, Star Fox would be great. Yeah, a Star Fox game that That's good. isn't, isn't <laughs> terrible, like the Wii U version. Did you ever play that? No. but oh, I did not have any fun playing that game. The controls were atrocious, and I never got used to it. So yeah. I hated it. I understand they were trying to think of a new way to play, but... And they were really trying to figure out how to get those Wii U controls involved. Yeah. But it just seemed like nobody had a good time with that game. No, that game was awful. I hated it. Okay. So, so a new one... Well, how would you feel if they announced a new Star Fox, but it's a sequel to Star Fox Adventure? Oh. (laughs) God, that'd be bittersweet. No, I don't think I'd... You know, actually, I played Star Fox Fox Adventures and I finished it, so... I don't think I ever finished it. I don't remember any of it, though. I do remember finishing it, though. And weren't there some parts of it where you did actually fly around and shoot stuff? The last boss was like that. I don't know how much of it was like that, though. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Okay, and the other thing... Now, this is beyond Wildest Dreams. I'm hoping for Diddy Kong Racing 2. (laughs) Now, Diddy Kong Racing 2. Now, the last Diddy Kong Racing came out uh, 22 years ago now, so I don't... And you finally finished it recently, didn't I you? I did finish it. When I was a kid, I just couldn't do it. I wasn't good enough. But I went back as an adult, it was only like a couple of years ago, and buddy hell, Damien, that game is fantastic. It Like, the learning curve on it is brilliant. It, like, there are some races where you, you the first time you'll attempt it, you'll just think, this is absolutely impossible. But just through repetition, you start to learn, you start to sort of see, like, the other races' patterns, and you sort of learn how to get around them, and and you just get better. And, and then when you win and you finally do beat them, it feels like this rewarding experience. So there's so much reward from it, because, like, at first it was impossible but then you you figured out a way to beat the game. And it was just like... And, and even like... I can't think of anything like it. Like the adventure mode that it had with all the levels, which were admittedly just races, and then the boss battles, and then they had, you know, the the the, the courses where you could either go in a hovercraft or a plane or, a, or just a car. Oh, that's right, yeah. And you would experience the, the track in a different way depending on what vehicle you chose. Like, I've still... I've never really seen another game with that. I'm sure there's something like that out there, but... No, it's just amazing that they haven't made another one. Well, I partly know the reason why they haven't made another one. Because of Rare? Yeah, because licensing of Rare. Licensing issues? Licensing issues. They were, in, they were developing a second one in which Donkey Kong was going to be in it. And they, there was actually a picture of it on the back of the GameCube box. There was a picture of um, a Diddy Kong Racing 2 game that was going to be coming out, but they just got cancelled. There's a picture of Donkey Kong riding a, an emu or a rhino. And the idea was that you would ride animals rather than have carts. That sounds pretty fun. But then, um, yeah. Well, because yeah. now Microsoft owns Rare, so... They do. So Maybe but, they'll maybe they'll lend it back to Nintendo, getting their good graces. Well, Nintendo still own um, Diddy Kong and Donkey Kong and all of that. So sure. there's still Donkey Kong games. So And apparently Retro Studios is working on a game and nobody knows what it is. So if it's Diddy Kong Racing 2, Damien. <laughs> oh, my God. If that comes out, I'd be very surprised. That's oh, the big announcement. I would be so You know what I'd be more happy. surprised about? What? Oh, what was it called? Snowboard Kids or whatever. Snowboard, Snowboard Kids 3. There was three. a Snowboard yeah, Kids Yeah, Snowboard two. Kids 3. That's... <laughs> I would play that too. I liked Snowboard Kids. Underrated. I did, I did too. I mean... Remember there was that grass level? Oh, yeah. I didn't like that level. You weren't even boarding on snow anymore. Yeah. <laughs> snow like, grass kids. Or just grass kids. Yeah. Snow snow. Yeah, that's right. What am I talking about? Grassboard kids. Grass that's what I should have said. Mate, yeah. They'll reboot reboot that franchise, Nintendo. There's your snowboard kids. I like that game. I did too. I haven't thought about that I, in a long time. I don't think anyone has ever thought about that in a long time. No. I mean, have you ever heard anyone talking about old N64 games and be like, oh, you're snowboard kids? That's the sort of game they would bring to, like, if they had an NES emulator thing on the Switch. Because, you know, they have all these really obscure yeah. NES games. Sorry, if they had an N64 one, it'd be snowboard be kids. One. It'd be snowboard kids. I wouldn't mind that. I would, I'd love that. We played multiplayer on that. That was fun. Yeah. I just remember one of our cousins was really bad at it. <laughs> really bad. Like,. I don't think he even came close to finishing a race. <laughs> anyway, I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
Okay, all right. Uh, okay, well, that, is there anything that you would like to see? In your wildest dreams, what would you want to see from this direct? Hey, snowboard kids. Just, oh, so, okay. Unironically. Right, fair enough, you did but bring then, that up. I don't know what else. They, what is, what's a Nintendo game that just needs more love? Franchise, you mean? Franchise, yeah. It needs more love. Ice Climbers. Ice Climbers Yeah, they'd be all right. Well, imagine all these years later. Ice <laughs> Climbers too. Like, yeah. <laughs> or Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus. I haven't played either of these. Oh, I have played Ice Climbers, actually. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, Conker. Do what about another Conker? Oh, it's another Rareware. Yeah, it, it is. Hmm. Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, no, yeah, it's on Xbox, isn't it? Yeah, it's so. in the, the Rareware thing. Yeah. See, there's... Yeah, Nintendo's a long history. There's a lot of games out there. There are a lot. They could bring back anything they wanted to. They could. They could bring back... Um, what about that weird Super Nintendo game with the cars with the faces? I don't know that one. Oh, I remember it was pretty good. I can't remember what it was called, though. So <laughs> bring, bring back, back the cars, cars with, with the, the faces. faces. <laughs> that would be so cool. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. That's enough. Um, okay, Damo. Let's play... <laughs> This game. Now, this is a Rotten Tomatoes game that I stole from another podcast, but I've made it a bit better. So, um, the aim of the game is that I'll name a film, and we'll start off with two films, and you have to guess whether the second film I name has a lower or a higher tomato score than the first film I name. Okay. So, the theme I've picked, there's only ten that I'm going to read out. And the theme I picked is bad comic book movies. Oh, that's okay. a lot of those. There are a lot of those. So the first film is the original Judge Dredd starring, starring Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> okay. Now, do you think that... I had... am okay. the law. Yeah, I am the law. <laughs> law. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's weird. Um, okay. And uh, Okay, so the other film I'm comparing it to is Batman and Robin, the one with George Clooney and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Uma Thurman. Okay. Uma Thurman was so much worse than Arnold Schwarzenegger. She gets a free ride, I reckon. She should have got the most criticism. I think she's as memorable because, you know, he had all the ice puns. He, well, what did she have? Arnold Schwarzenegger is just a bit of a name, so, but she was awful. Anyway, okay, so do you think, Damien, that Batman and Robin had a higher or lower tomato score than Judge Dredd? Oh. I'm going to say lower. You are correct. Yay. Judge Dredd had 17%. Batman and Robin had 10%. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so you got one point. So, next film, Damien, Spawn, starring mm-hmm. Michael Jai White and yeah. John Leguizamo as the clown. Yeah, that's... Uh... Right, do you think that had a higher or lower tomato score than 10% for Batman and Robin? Higher. You are correct again, hey. Damien. Wow, that's two points. That wasn't that bad. <laughs> so that had... Uh, oh, that was pretty bad. It was uh, 18% was okay. born. Okay. Now, uh, okay. So this next film, uh, Son of the Mask. Do you think <laughs> that was a higher or lower tomato score than Spawn? I don't think Son of the Mask even came out in theatres. Or maybe it did. <sighs> I remember the Nostalgia Critic did a Son of the Mask episode. I'm pretty sure he did. Against my better judgment, I'm going to say higher. Incorrect. Oh, it was lower. Six percent. Oh the wow. Of the mask. Yes. Okay. So, Howard the Duck. Was A classic. It higher or lower than Son of the Mask? Have you seen Howard the Duck? No. Ooh, that's a classic. Howard the Duck. I'll say higher. You are correct. That's three points for Damien. How much is that? Fifteen percent. Wow. Howard the Duck. I, I remember that movie scared me when I was a kid. <laughs> Scared you. I remember there was something that happened at the end of the film that scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Who's and in I that watched film? It again. Oh. Who's the who, who plays like the human sidekick? Oh, I don't even remember. Some some girl. I don't know her name. I feel like it's someone pretty famous. I think Tim Robbins is in it for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's weird. But he is in it for a bit. Um, no, I, rem- I remembered that there was something in that film that really scared me when I was a kid at the end. And then I saw the film a couple of years ago and at the end there's just this horribly animated monster from another dimension and it just looks awful and I can't <laughs> believe that scared me at all but it did so there you go fair enough yeah How the Duck not not the best film uh, okay so um, next one Catwoman starring Halle oh. Berry higher or lower than How the Duck lower you are correct okay. 9% that got the Razzie <laughs> yeah that got the Razzie so you're on 4 points here Damien 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> Captain America, nineteen ninety. Oh, higher or lower than Catwoman? I haven't seen Captain America, nineteen ninety. What did you say? Um, Catwoman got nine percent higher. Incorrect. That's actually lower. Seven oh percent for Captain America. That's shocking. <laughs> yeah, that is terrible. All right, so there's only three more films left, Damien. So, uh, Fantastic Four, the Josh Trank one, or four, Fant Four Stick. Fant Four Stick. It. Oh, the, re- the really recent know, one? Yeah, the one that bombed massively. Um, higher or lower than 7%? Higher. Correct. Hey. The 9% for Fant Four Stick. So, you're on five points. How are you only on five points? Are there ten here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, there are ten. All right, so there's two more. Uh, Steel, starring Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> higher or lower than the 9% for Fant Four Stick? Um, lower. It was higher. Damn, how much? 12%. That's 12% of critics like that film. Yeah, they did. I guess they were just easier on films back then. I guess so. Yeah. Plus, I mean, there were less comic book movies to compare. I'm being really charitable. It's got 12%. That's still bad. That's bad. Yeah. I'm just surprised. 12% just seems like a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, and finally, uh, Hellboy 2019. So the one that came out this year and apparently is awful and bombed out. Sadly, I'm gonna be a mate. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know that it came out already. Oh, there like, you go. I thought it was still coming out later this year. I think they knew it was bad, and sometimes that happens with studios. Yeah, that happened just... with Fan Stick. They, um, I think they realized it was a bomb, and they they pulled all the merchandising and everything. All right, so higher or lower than twelve percent? <sighs> higher. Uh, that is correct, Damien. 15%. Hey, what was the highest one on there? It was actually Spawn, 18%. I believe it. Yeah. That okay. was that was pretty watchable. So you got 6 out of 10. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, it's all right. Could have done better. So next week, uh, you I want you to quiz me. Okay. And it has to be a theme. Can be okay. Whatever theme you want. Okay. okay. It's just some kind of theme. It has to be 10. All right. What if I do 11? We'll get, we're going to have trouble. Okay. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, that, that'll be it. How long have we been going for? Uh, we're at 58 minutes. Okay, cool. Well, we can round it out to an hour. Is there anything we can talk about for two minutes? Oh, uh, I saw Brawl in Cell Block 99. How was it? Really good. Same yeah. guy who did Bone Tomahawk. And uh, we, that's a very violent film, isn't it? Yeah, so is Cell Block, Brawl in Cell Block 99. It sounds very violent. Vaughan. Uh, Vince Vaughn, eh, been, been a bit mixed in the past, Vince Vaughn. I feel like there are a lot of Vince Vaughn haters out there. <laughs> Um, I don't know why, but uh, yeah, I quite like him. And he was really good in this film. This is a, a really brutal, grindhouse type film. And uh, yeah, really violent. Um, it's quite simple in a lot of ways. The plot, there's not a whole lot to the plot. This guy's just working his way up uh, a prison ranking system in order to get to someone. I'm not going to give up any, any, right, give so any more than that. But it is a really engrossing film I saw it last night and I really enjoyed it I've been meaning to see it for ages so yeah fair enough um, what else is it uh, Spider-Man got a new trailer yes Spider-Man oh, I can't Far believe From we didn't Home. mention that we'll talk yeah. about that on the next show okay because yeah. Uh, yeah there's a little spoiler warning before it I liked that yeah yeah, yeah I like that too because there are some end game spoilers They're like right after that <laughs> yeah right after that okay let's yeah. just talk about it now quickly okay. um, I think it looked pretty cool I, I like Tom Holland I like Jake Gyllenhaal me as well. too um, so Mysterio. and par- you know, there's the Mysterio. introduction of apparently a multiverse. Although I'm not sure if I believe that because it's kind of that villain's whole thing is you know playing tricks and whatnot in a sense. Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, he comes across in the show in in the trailer as he's a companion, I and mean, he even shakes hands with Spider-Man. Yeah. But we assume he's going to go bad at some stage. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. And there's going to be the. Um, Elemental villains or whatever. We already saw the water one, and there's like a sand one in there as oh, well. So Hydro Man and the Sandman. Yeah, really. Well, that's the thing because apparently they're because there's Hydro Man and there's the Elementals. Apparently they're just kind of mixing them together. Oh. So I don't know if it's actually going to be Sandman, Sandman, or just a sandy kind of dude. Well, you know, one time um, Sandman and Hydro Man formed together to turn into a Hydro, like a mud monster. <laughs> the mud team. 
Yeah, they did turn into a mud monster at one point, and then I think that was the end of Sandman for a while. Like the the whole experience traumatized him or something. Wow. Yeah. Okay then. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Sandman's a cool villain. So is Mysterio. Spider Man has a lot of cool villains. He does have a lot of cool villains. Not as many as Batman. No. I don't think anybody has as many cool villains as Batman, but Spider Man does have a lot of cool villains. Yeah, he does. Although I think Spider Man probably opens himself up to a lot of cool villains. Just his yeah. character character. Yeah, he does. All right, cool. All so, right, yeah, well, that's I think the next step. To, step. That's the next step in the MCU. So I'm looking forward to that. Me that too. Film. That'll be good. All right, and well, so we're in now, exactly. Okay, we made it. Good stuff. Okay, well, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, thanks for joining me, Damien. Anytime. Well, <laughs> well, I can't do the show just by myself. So uh, we'll be back next week or next fortnight for whatever we're going to talk about then. We might. Okay, you know what? Because um, I, I was previewing previously we were doing previews of films that were coming out ones that i was looking forward to and i only got about halfway through that list so maybe next week we'll do the rest of that list okay we'll talk sounds about good what's coming out for the rest of the year all right sounds good and so you can find us at on twitter at at movie lab pod also on facebook but we're not as inclined to check that you know what i'd say nowadays i'm probably more inclined to check that okay so we're actually more inclined to check it on facebook yeah, than yeah. On twitter but i'm not really inclined to check either but if you do send us a message I will read it probably before we get to our next show. Okay. Because I get a notification. That'll, that'll make me inclined Send to nice it. messages telling us how great we're doing, yeah. how much you love us. Feel free to send some money too. Yeah, send money. Yeah. I don't know where, <laughs> It's right. on PayPal. Email us or send us something um, asking us how you can send us money and we'll organize how you can send it to us. Okay. Sounds Preferably good Preferably at least three figures. Yeah, I would... I'll, of, like, if you're not even going to send fee of at least if you're not going to send three figures why send anything at all exactly yeah yeah Damien okay. gets 20% of all money yay that gets sent to us okay alright cool alright well thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next show